Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. And it's a good day. It is a good day. It's a good day. I got my Triscuits. Yep. See that? I see the Triscuits. I got boxes of Triscuits now. Triscuits are good. Triscuits are my favorite cracker. I got yeah. my Triscuits. I got cigar. Now, uh, were the Triscuits like a gift from people because you said no, it was? No, this one was from my wife. Well, so yeah, so it's a gift yeah, for some fun. Yeah, she okay. bought with my money. Yeah. But I, uh, I'm not going down this path with you. Okay. I, I, I know you, the jokes oh, that are oh, about. You I, think I'm? You think I'm baiting you here? Yes. Oh, oh yes, oh, absolutely. Oh. I was. <laughs> you know, Jen went shopping and she goes, "What would you like?" And I said, "Oh, give me some Triscuits." Mm-hmm. And so she bought me like a. Like, like a case of them so there's like four boxes of triscuits like that in the wrapping nice so, yeah that that should hold you over while she's away i'm in a carb on carb only diet that's what my diet is yeah do people do that i think I, there is a diet like that isn't I, there or I no i doubt it but it could be i doubt it's it. it. gotta be right there's, there's a gotta diet for be something right like, i knew a guy in seminary was on a potato diet <laughs> which just, is a basically a carb only diet right yeah just all the starch just, yeah <laughs> I don't, I don't get like, it. Oh, I lost 10 pounds. I'm like, <laughs> I think you're just not eating a lot. You need a couple potatoes and you're yeah, I think you're just eating a couple potatoes. It's and calories. Then... Probably the issue. <laughs> you load that up with a bunch of butter and. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's good. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm not going to complain. Yeah, man. I'm, uh, you know, I've been tired because Jen's gone. You're mm-hmm. on a little trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm, uh, I'm up late with kids and stuff. Took Eli to a concert. Uh, dropped him off with his buddy. Which concert? I don't know. Some hippity hop thing downtown okay okay yeah, i don't know what i don't even never heard of these guys small venue like 1500 right downtown cool venue uh so dropped him off um which venue no nah, i don't remember oh, okay. oh concord okay okay yeah. okay dropped him off and uh and just little you know, threw him out in the wild let him do his thing let him have fun it was his first real concert because he gone to like christian like you know yeah concerts. yeah this is like so you drove him well he took the train in with his buddy okay and then uh i drove in to pick him up because the trains were gone they were ah okay gotcha that, yeah, that makes sense that makes and sense. i was like you can stay overnight he's 18 I'm like get a hotel man you can stay yeah, overnight yeah. enjoy fine. enjoy yeah uh but then his, his buddy wasn't allowed to ah well yeah you <laughs> so know 18 he, he, his parents were like nah eh, they should come home <laughs> so yeah so i've been up late and everything but uh you know two things have been keep me going two 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 things have been like mm. like two things i've been like excited about okay uh one triscuits no okay no uh what what cigar i was gonna yeah, cigars obviously mm-hmm, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I like the occasional cigar the occasional and um well jen's gone now any so occasion it's like, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> every occasion no then uh man the thing that just like wow you know really kind of i was petering out end of the week getting real tired and then all of a sudden will smith is banned for 10 years or something and that made you happy oh so great i thought that was just awesome ah love it why? Why? Like, why did you love it? I'm just trying to. Uh, well, because I, I even before all that happened, I I think it was you. We were talking, and you're like, "Why is it everywhere I turn? There's something about like Will Smith's uh, uh, relationship. Why do we always have to know what's going on in their lives? Was that you or somebody else? Nah, somebody else. All right, that was somebody else. But but no, like look, look, Will Smith is. I think. Well, <laughs> two weeks ago, anyways, mm-hmm. was universally loved by everybody. Mm-hmm. People felt sorry for him because of who he married, at least from their perspective of who he married. Um, they, uh, and the drama that surrounded their marriage and what's going on in yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but everybody liked Will Smith. Gentleman, fun, good guy. Everybody likes Will Smith. Well, this thing all happened. We don't need to talk about it. Everybody else has yeah. talked about it. And, uh, but I'm with all of the comics, which is pretty much all of the comics, who were really disgusted by how the Academy handled it. You know, they yeah, were yeah. frustrated with uh, homeboy mm-hmm. but um 
they were just like with will but they were like really like the like they didn't have him leave they, they they didn't like there weren't consequences like what's going on and there were consequences and uh, i think that's important it's like when there's whether it's leadership in the church, yeah. politics, mm-hmm. or just celebrities who mm. tend to have a lot of privilege, there got to be consequences for your action. And I was like, oh, okay, they're going to ban him for tenure. That's, that's something. Yeah, a little, little bit of something. I was like, hey, look at that. There you go. Sounds like, yeah, Will Smith got canceled. <laughs> well, then I don't want that to happen. I'd feel bad for the guy. Well, a number, number of his oh, projects got Yeah, him. I know, I know. And that's the thing is like, listen, here's the thing. Like with Will, I, I actually, as soon as it happened, I mean, it, it took me a, a minute to figure out like, no, this is real based, I'm just watching mm-hmm, Chris mm-hmm. Rock. I'm like, nah, it's real. Um, and then it was like, I felt bad for Will because I know what it's like. We, we deal with people all the time and mistakes people make. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even when it's their fault, they made a choice, they did a thing. Oftentimes, there are extenuating circumstances where you're yep, like, wow, yep. I, I, have, I feel bad for you. I mean, you, you, what you did was wrong, you're going to pay for it. Yeah. But I feel bad because you're in a situation where you're not healthy. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, definitely... I felt bad for him. I was like, oh, this guy's hurting. Oh, he's definitely yeah. like a broken man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Mm. Hey, you know what else happened? What's that? The other day, mm-hmm. I'm in my office. Yeah. And man... You know, I'm in my office sometimes with other families in the church. Yeah, yeah. They stop yeah. by, visit. they stop by, say hi, and sometimes they bring their kids. Yep. And you know, some kids are loud. Yep. Okay. So, uh, Is this my kids. There was a <laughs> cacophony of banging, mm. screaming, mm. yelling, carrying on. Mm. Right next. Now, anytime this happens, not anytime, most of the time this happens. Deb comes over and she's like, "Hey, I'm so sorry, uh, dude, did that." And I'm like, "I don't care. I'm listening to metal right yeah, next yeah, to yeah, yeah." Oh, it was your kids. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was your kids. I was like, I thought I went out there to go look who it was, and then mm. I heard, Elliot, stop it! I'm like, oh, it's the Fowler <laughs> kids. Sounds like 10 kids, just three. Just three, mm-hmm. doing their thing. Yep. Pretty good. So I'm sorry that they bothered your uh, your the, sermon prep. Did, but they're not talking about that. No, what? Uh-uh. I'll well, save that for banter. Well, you don't want to talk about that uh, now? Well, I don't even know what you're talking about, but whatever it is, it should probably wait. That's all what right. I'm saying. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I guess we've got to get into this anyways, yep, let's right? let's do it. Yep. So, Manager Truth people are going to hear about the sermon snafu. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, last week we discussed Willie Rice and what we can call De- Deacon Gate. You know, they hired a guy uh, who had a past sexual sin problem, seems to have been dealt with, made him a deacon, and then uh, when this came out and became public knowledge, uh, they changed their policy, fired him, uh, and now they didn't. What, did they hire him? Was he? No, they, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. They installed they, they, him. Oh, yeah, installed him. Okay, installed him as a deacon. And so they, uh, yeah, then they they let him go or ask him to resign or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, because you know Willie Rice is running for SBC president, and we said eh, wouldn't be surprising if he stepped out of the race mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this is kind of big. And sure enough, he did. Uh, on April 6th, he uh, he made a post on social media. All right, what do you say? He goes, uh, "Dear Southern Baptist family." I am hereby withdrawing my name as a candidate for the SBC presidency this summer. The last few days have been very difficult, and I've found myself in an untenable position of watching people I love in a church I love done immeasurable harm simply because my name was being considered for this office. My calling is to my local church, my family, and to the mission of field God has given me. I wish to return my time and attention to those things. I do hope another candidate will emerge whose ministry has been characterized by leading in the local church with a passion for the Great Commission. I will continue to contribute to Southern Baptist life in cooperative efforts where I am able, but my primary focus will be as the pastor of Calvary Baptist Church as long as God allows me to serve in that position. 
I am profoundly grateful to the many people who encouraged me and supported me over the last few weeks. Your kindness was far more than I deserve, and I regret that I cannot fulfill your hopes for me to serve as SBC president. The Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever. I have been given far more than I have ever deserved, and I am grateful to my many Southern Baptist friends whom I look forward to serving alongside for many years to come. Blessings, Willie Rice, Clearwater, Florida. All right. So did you pick up on, there's a statement that's made in there that uh, triggered some people online. Uh, let's see. Because I know you're not on the Twitter. I'm not on but, the Twitter. Or not very much anyways. Not very much. Um, is that second paragraph second paragraph oh yes i do hope another candidate will emerge whose ministry has been characterized by leading in the local church with a passion for the great commission now when he writes this there are two people who are still going to, who are going to be nominated yeah uh at the convention yeah so, yeah. so it's like <laughs> it ah, reads a little it reads, reads a little like <laughs> these guys ain't no good y'all you mm -hmm. need to hire you need to put somebody else in this position so yeah I, I, maybe he didn't mean it that way but it does uh it does it does come off a little weird so that that left us with two nominees, but now there's another name being put forward. Oh, so we got three that are going to be nominated. Technically, they're not nominees yet. They will be nominated at the convention, but mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. call them nominees. All right. So the the the, the main nominees guy, elect nominees elect. They are uh, Tom Askell. Uh, you guys know Tom. Askell. Most Southern Baptists know who Tom is because he's been around forever. I think he's 115 now. I'm no, not sure. I'm no, no. What does that leave you? 215 at least. At least, yeah, you know. Um, so Tom has served uh, Grace Baptist Church in Cape Coral, Florida, since 1986. Wow, uh, that's that that's got some legs. You were four years old, right? 86. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at see, see, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four years old. Yeah, uh, it's a medium-sized church, just under 300. Yep. Uh, he's also the president of Founders Ministry and the Institute of Public Theology. That's probably what most people probably know him about from Founders Ministry, because Founders Ministry is a huge ministry. It's and, had a great impact. Yeah, big impact on both of us. Yep. Uh, you know, t Tom and Founders Ministry, it's, it's a Reformed Baptist, you know, Calvinistic theological work. They've produced journals over the years, um, some really great journals. They've put on conferences. I've been to many of those. I even had a chance to preach at one one time. Did you really? Yep. I never knew that. And uh, so, yeah, I got to do the opening address on repentance from Psalm 51. Ooh. So uh, in, what was that? In Oklahoma, I think Owasso, Oklahoma. Or nice. Owasso. nice. Anyway, so uh, a lot of people know who Tom is. Now, in the past, sometimes Tom would get some static or some uh, heat because he's a Calvinist, right? Okay. That was okay. back in the day. Uh, they wouldn't, people don't like that. <laughs> Anti-Calvinists don't like Calvinism. Mm, and so mm, mm, mm. Uh, he would get heat for that. Or his emphasis on regenerate church membership, he would get you know heat for that saying, hey, we got to clean up our roles, guys. Like this is like we need to do better. And yep. of course, we totally agree with Tom on that. Yep. Um, but outside of that, um, for years, there wasn't much controversy with Tom. Now, most recent years, there's been more controversy within the SBC as it relates to things like critical race theory, um, social justice. Mm -hmm, and so Tom mm -hmm. has been in the mix of that debate. So there's, there's a lot more debate going on these days outside of Calvinism. But uh, we know Tom a little bit. I know Tom a little bit. Uh, what we know about Tom is he's a godly man. Yep. He's passionate about the gospel. Yep. He loves the church. Oh, yes. He's a good theologian. Yep. And he's he's clearly a committed Southern Baptist. Oh, yeah. He's not one of those guys. No, no offense, but he's not one of those guys. Oh, our church is in the SBC, but they we don't care. Like mm -hmm. we're not we we're not really interested or invested. It's just or I don't like everything. You know, I don't like everything that's going on, and so I'm just going to uh, sit on the side and then right. whine, complain, and leave. Right, right, yeah. definitely not Tom. So uh, now 
it, it's a good question to ask. Why would Tom want to serve as president? Because I would never, not, obviously, I'm not qualified, nor uh, would anybody want me to be, but I would never want to have that position. That, that position sounds like a beast of a nightmare to me. I just... Uh, it's like, it's a no-win situation. Yeah. I mean, every... Uh, so anyways, why would anybody want to do that, you know? Um, so Tom actually addresses that, doesn't he, in an article that he wrote? Yeah. Uh, it's titled, Why Am I Willing to Be Nominated for SPC President? In it, Tom explains, uh, here's a quote, the Southern Baptist Convention needs a change of direction. Over our 177-year history, the Lord has enabled the churches of the SBC to accomplish some amazing things for the kingdom of God. But over the last few years, the good work that our association of churches is doing has been somewhat disrupted and is in danger of being derailed by the subtle infiltration of secularism and godless ideologies into our ranks. I am convinced that the vast majority of Southern Baptists do not want to see their convention which is the largest Protestant denomination in America, supporting the largest Christian missionary force in the world and educating one-third of this nation's seminary students, follow the path of our increasingly secular culture. Now, if you've been following, that's not a surprise, right? Because like Tom, no. you know, the, the, the synodoc on critical race theory and all that stuff, um, you know, they're, they have conferences, they're, they're, they're Tom and, and guys in that- You know where Tom stands. Yeah, yeah. So Tom is always going to be clear and honest about what he's concerned about, what he's all about, and all of that. So, um, so yeah, he wants to serve because he clearly sees that there are, he sees there are problems that need to be addressed that aren't being addressed. We need to ensure that the direction of the convention is moving forward with the gospel without being overrun by worldly philosophies. All right, got it. Then we got Robin Hadaway. Robin, the only person I believe in this list who is named after a superhero sidekick. Like you. You're my Robin. So what do you know about Robin? Okay, here's the thing. I don't really know much about Robin. Mm. Um, but I did some Googling. Oh, we checked out the Googles? I did I did the Googles. And uh, I know that he is at Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, which okay. we like. Yep. We, we love Midwestern. Yep. Great. Hey, thanks for having us out for chapel. Oh, that, that didn't oh. happen. Yeah, never mind. But um, <laughs> your alma mater doesn't even have you. No, on. nobody's going to have me. <laughs> but they might have us. No, they won't. Because you balance me out. There's no way. Me. You complete no me. No way. Mm -hmm. No, I soften you? Yes. Yeah. Like all my hard edges. <laughs> yeah. All the, all the, so, um, but he uh, he teaches missions uh, at Midwestern. Mm -hmm. uh, he was he served in the uh, in the Air Force, U.S. Okay. Air Force, as a, as an officer. He's got his MDiv from uh, Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, Doctor of Ministry from Golden Gate Baptist Theological Seminary. These are two of our Southern Baptist seminaries, and he got his Doctorate of Theology from the University of South Africa. Mm. Now, what did, where did he serve though with IMB for like a long time? Uh, well, he was a church planter in North Africa and Tanzania. So for, I think it was for 18 years. Okay. And we'll go on, go on to serve as a strategy coordinator and a cluster leader. And finally, regional leader for Eastern South America with oversight of 350 missionaries in Brazil, Uruguay, and Paraguay. Uruguay. Uruguay. Uh, all right. So this guy's, he's done some overseeing of some mm -hmm. large scale ministry. Yeah. I mean... As, as Willie says, I do hope another candidate will emerge whose ministry being characterized by leading in the local church with a passion for the Great Commission. Okay. But, but he's like leading outside of the local church for local churches. Though. You mean, you mean, yeah, for local churches. Yeah, yeah, that's not good enough. Oversight, yeah. planting, how 350 long, missionaries. How long was Tom, how long was Tom, not long enough apparently at Cape Coral? 
Only yeah. since 86. <laughs> not only since 86. Yeah. I don't know Short if these time, guys, Tom. Not, not yeah. enough local church commitment. I don't think you meet Willie's <laughs> expectations <laughs> of what it means to be leading oh, in the local church man. with a passion for the Great Commission. Okay. So I think it's pretty clear. We have two guys here that are passionate about, yes. <laughs> about the Great Commission, exactly. about the about, SBC, and, the, and local about the local church. Very much about the local church. Mm-hmm. Right. Willie Rice, maybe you just misspoke. I don't know, man. It's fine. Um, but uh, okay. So we don't know much about uh, Robin, but seems like a good guy. Like him? Yeah. Okay, then answer in Bart Barber. Bart Barber. Bart has the best name of all the nominees. Bart. (laughs) Have you ever known a Bart? Simpson. Yeah. Not in real life, though. Not in real life. Bart. And he's only like 50-something. You would think he'd be like 83 with a name like Bart. (laughs) Bart's an old-timer name. Bart. And he used to be a barber? I heard, Dad, that they come from a long line of of, Of barbers. barbers. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. He... um, now, now, Bart uh, was nominated by our man, Matt Hensley. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's the one that's nominated and wrote up the little thing. And uh, and you guys know Matt Hensley. Matt Hensley is, uh, he looks like if a leprechaun and a troll had a baby. What? Because he, he's like, he's got that big, long Irish red beard. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's all lanky. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he uh, he looks he looks like he's something. But Matt Hensley is a good guy, godly guy, mm-hmm. uh, SB, big SBC guy. Does are you, are you about to nominate Matt right now? Live? Oh, we should make them run against each other. It'd be so great. <laughs> um, and so he has a lot of kind things to say about Bart. Um, now Bart has been a pastor uh, since 1999 at First Baptist Church of Farmsville. I'm sure he's been a pastor longer than that, but 1999 at First Baptist Church of Farmsville. Graduated from Baylor University, mm-hmm. has both an MDiv and a PhD from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and his wife Tracy have two teenage children. Now a lot of people, if you're F, if you're if you're if you're deep SBC, not deep state. But if you're deep SBC, or, or if you if you're really in the know of the SBC, you've heard of Bart Barber. He's he's very active online, social media. Okay. okay. Uh, I don't know Bart. He follows me though. You know. Wow. I'm just saying. Wow. No, don't mean to name drop, but really? uh, see. does he follow me? Yeah, Bart Barber. He follows me. You know. I know. I'm gonna see if he follows. me. I don't me. follow him back because he's not a big enough fish. You know. What? No, I follow him, of course. <laughs> Bart is. Uh, is he, oh, you know what? Hold on. Wait, wait. Oh, he's not following you. No, I'm going to check, but I'm also going to see if, uh, yeah, it does not follow me. Oh, that's, Uh, hey, Bart. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, have one of your, uh, one of your minions that's listening to this for you tell you to follow, uh, Jimmy Fowler. His, uh, his, uh, his name is really easy to find. It's J underscore Fowler dash 69 or something like that. Oh, but you know who does follow me? Tom Askell. Yeah, he doesn't follow me anymore. I got unfollowed a long time ago for not signing that thing. All right. So uh, here's what I know about Bart, though. Now, Bart, it may, Bart, maybe he'll come on the podcast. I don't know. Bart, you are, uh, you seem to be very kind. Uh, you're funny. He like, he cracks, he cracks mm-hmm, wise mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on, on the social media, which I like. Uh, he's, he seems to be very much, very, very much. He's very involved in, um, in, not not in a weird way, but he's he's been involved in SBC uh, denominational work uh, as well as his own church. Um, I like Bart. I'll be honest. I, I think he's a he's, he comes off as a very cool guy. He mm-hmm, works mm-hmm. to be reasonable. Um, now, same question: Why would he want to serve as president when it's uh, yeah? You're just going to get beat up, and he's already he's already getting taking shots on in social on social media, all of which are really lame. Mm. Um, but why would he want to do it? Well, in an interview, he said, although I've resisted 
doing this for quite some time. I believe we're at a point in the life of our convention where there are things that we can do just to be healthier as a convention. And by that, I mean to have a better spirit of cooperation, to work with one another better and be more productive in the things we're trying to do together. Yeah. Okay. So, so Tom seems to say that, you know, well, one of the reasons at least, or maybe the big reason is that he's willing to serve is because, Hey, we've got some doctrinal problems and drift. Mm -hmm. I want to address that. I mm -hmm. want to help as much as I can and be the voice for the convention to move us in a good direction mm -hmm. or to keep us going in a good direction. Uh, Bart is just saying like, I see that we're tearing each other apart yeah. and I want to see us come together about the right things, yep. you know, gospel and missions. So let's get back to that. Uh, so th those are, those are good motivations, right? That people could have, right. For looking at, uh, at their nomination to serve. Right. Yeah. Um, when we're, when we're thinking about this though, it's like, I don't, again, we can't really speak for Robin, but you know, I, I he's probably the least known of these two guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that many people will know Robin. So I don't think, you know, if I had to bet, I don't think Robin's going to get a big number percentage of the votes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if all three were to run. Uh, Tom's going to get a good percentage because he has, he has the Calvinist crowd mm -hmm. and uh, Bart, I don't believe is a Calvinist. So, Tom's got the Calvinist crowd, the Founders crowd, uh, but he's also a part of the Cooperative Baptist Network. Yep. Which, uh, by the way, Bart's been, I think it's fair to say, Bart's been critical of the Baptist co Cooperative, whatever it is, Cooperative Baptist Network, as have we. Like, we've been we've been somewhat critical of them as well. Um, so Tom has got that group, which is made up of Calvinists and non-Calvinists. Mm -hmm. So Tom could win this thing. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he has, he definitely could. In previous, in a, previous, in a different decade, Tom wouldn't have had a chance, I don't think, because... No. There just weren't, an, there were too many anti-Calvinists. There was too much division along those lines. Um, but Bart could win <clears throat> because Bart seems to be well-liked, loved, and he is very much about the convention. And he is, he wants to be a unifier. He wants to, he wants to bring people together. Mm -hmm. So I think he has a shot. Um, what do you think the strengths are that these, these guys bring? Do you have any thoughts like... Like yeah, that. no, no. I, I, so when I when I share my thoughts on on some of these strengths, that's not to say that the other mm -hmm. does not have those strengths, right? But uh, I would say I think one of Tom's strengths is uh, Tom is very bold. Yep. He is very direct. Uh, Tom is not afraid to hit on hit issues head on. He's he's not afraid to address it. He's not afraid to give his opinion. He's not afraid to work through uh, the controversial and even having a stance that people push back against and he's, yeah. he's fine with the pushback. Yeah. He, one of the things I would agree, he, he, I do not believe that he will ever be pressured into being silent when he's convicted to speak. Correct. That's never going to happen. Yeah. That's no, I, I definitely think he's, um, and I don't think he's willing to just go along with the good old boys club. No, I, I agree. Yeah, he, he's he's not. He, I, Tom, and both of these guys are definitely men of conviction. So, and I think we could say that both both are true for them. Like you said, I think that's very true of Tom. And um, I, I also like that you know Tom is a is a good theologian. He has a very strong grasp on on Baptist history, the history of the convention, mm, mm -hmm. where we started, where we've come from, where we're going. So, yeah, I agree. I think those are that those are good strengths. What about what about Bart? We might not have a lot to because we don't know Bart as well as we know Tom. No, but the, what I've seen and read, um, I do think Bart is someone that 
could unify the convention. Mm. I, I think he could. Uh, I, I I think he's someone that is willing to work. Um, I you know they talk about working across the aisle, right? Yeah. Uh, willing to work um, uh, with others, and I think he's willing to more than willing to to work with Tom and and other yeah, individuals. Uh, yeah, uh, to for the betterment and health of the convention. Yeah, yeah, I do. So here's the thing: I I think Tom does not bring the unifier. Um, vibe with him as like Bart does. Um, that doesn't mean Tom can't unify. It just means like, you know, Tom is calling out particular problems that he sees. And, and if he's right in his assessment, then that's going to create some necessary division. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bart is going to, it sounds like he would focus on, let's focus on what we're about. Statement of faith, mission, cooperation let's all get together stop attacking each other and move forward truth is is like both need to be done right we need yes. to, we need to we need to do both um we need to address doctrinal problems and drift because there is always there are always doctrinal problems and there is always the threat of drift in any church or in any institution uh it doesn't take long for us to start to move in the wrong direction so that's yeah. all possible but, uh, you know, be, but because of some of the things that Tom has been a part of, like the synodoc and the way things have happened, I think some people will look at Tom and go, uh, he's too divisive. I'm not going to be with him. Yeah. And, and, but Bart is more of a unifier. Other people are going to look at Bart and go like, he's not going to deal with the problems. He's just going to bring us all together. And so people are going to just like, oh, well, well I, now we're just kicking the can, yeah. right? We're just kicking the can. We're not actually but we're holding hands it. while we do it. That's what people which, are going to think. Which, some people. Yeah. Yeah. Which is maybe not as as healthy as it needs to be what is right. what is the health of the convention mm-hmm. what does it really mean for the convention to be healthy yeah right? and so like that's i mean as we're thinking about it right we're um we're trying to to because like this 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 election matters to us the convention matters to us and um and we i do think that there is a lot of good i think there's a lot of good going on in the sbc i'm glad to be a part of the sbc but man things have got to change and and one of the things that that I'm definitely burdened on is the this this sort of conspiratorial paranoia that is going on among some in the SBC, where if as soon as somebody sort of doesn't agree with you in one secondary area, they're gone. You consider them, you know, liberal or you consider them racist or whatever it is, right? Like yeah. People are getting tossed out or canceled. And I don't I don't like that. Um, but at the same time, like I I if I'm concerned that politics are becoming an encroaching problem in our convention, and I think they've always been sort of a problem in our convention, uh, I see it on both sides. I see conservative Republican sort of ideologies yeah. creating issues, but I also see more leftist ideologies creating problems. So I want all of that stuff to be dispelled out, and I want us to focus on gospel mission, hold to our statement of faith, let's get going, mm-hmm, big tent, mm-hmm. let's focus on the main thing. So. This is going to be interesting. I'm I'm really hoping that, uh, and I, I I believe that they will. But I'm really hoping that both of these guys. And I'm sorry, man. This is so disrespectful, Robin. I just I don't know Robin. I don't know what to say. But I'm, I'm I trust that these guys will handle themselves well uh, in talking with one another and or talking about the issues and all of that. Um, but I'm I am concerned about their uh, people that might be following or supporting those candidates. Some of those people are likely to step out of line oh yeah uh, especially on the social media so we wanted to give some general pastoral exhortations to all of y'all mm. as uh, especially if you're a southern baptist as we get 
into uh, the summer and head on out to Anaheim, California. So um, how about this? Uh, Let let your commitment in all of this as you're you're reading, tweeting, uh, sharing, uh, just be Christian. Mm. How about that? Like maybe just like don't act like like the political trolls of the world when they're attacking political candidates. Like these are our brothers and we should respect them and uh, not... And not try to, to destroy them or slander them or like just just be Christian. So I, I guess be Christian and, and don't slander people. Mm. Don't make things up. Um, be, be be honest, of course. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. You share what you don't like. That's fine. But like just man, yeah, focus have, on those issues, though. Yeah. Focus on the issues uh, instead of trying to malign the character of these these brothers. Yeah. It's just I, don't, calling, you know. Yeah, it's like calling one guy a name or or impugning motives to another guy. Like, all oh, that stuff's got to be out, man. Focus on the facts. Focus on the issues. And then, yeah, and again, we're all, we're all it's a family. Yeah, like we got We got to live together. So let's get let's get going in, the, in a good direction. What else? I think also we want to vote. You know, vote with your conscience, right? Like, don't mm-hmm. feel like you have to go um, with everyone else. What what others are trying to force you to do? Like, vote right. your conscience. Actually, look at the issues. Look at what's there and vote, right? Like, and and really pray and press it and, and seek direction from the Lord on who to be voting for yeah. when it comes to this election. At the same time, but here here's the part, though. As you're voting your conscience, you have to be strategic. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is uh, there's various ways, but one thing in particular that's popping out to me is as you're looking at the issues and you're being honest about what's going on in the SBC, just because you've had a personal disagreement, like you've had mm. a disagreement with someone in the past, doesn't mean to write them off now. Right. Like take it out, take a look at, at where they stand on things and don't actually look at what's best for the convention and vote that way. Yeah. There's, there's not, you're never going to have a perfect candidate, right? You're never going to have a perfect president, you're, you're, but, but you're going to have people that you think can do the job. And so yeah. what, which one do you think is going to do the best? I mean, the simplest, maybe the simplest sort of thing to, to highlight what you're talking about is like, hey, uh, I don't like Calvinism. Therefore, I can't vote for Tom. Well, that's silly. Or I, I am a Calvinist. Therefore, I have to vote for Tom. I can't yeah. vote for Bart. Like, no, the, the, we're, not, we're not voting on Calvinism. We're, we're voting uh, uh, someone to, to lead for us and to lead the convention. As a, as a godly man, so yeah, I, I like that conscience. Yeah, uh, be strategic, uh, and if whether you win or lose, man, win or lose with grace. Mm. Don't uh, you know? I can't imagine why anyone would think it's time to leave the convention because one of these guys won. I wouldn't feel that way. No, um, you know, unless they start stealing people's sermons. And <laughs> stop. That happened again. That might. I'm guessing we'd have some people like uh, again. Whoa, man. What if we find out? What if we find hmm. out that like that Bart's like that Tom's been letting Bart preach his sermons? No, because now they're not. They're not on the same page. Calvinist. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're not, I don't think we have any. We don't have any uh, any any uh, fear of that unless. No, Robin. I no, I don't no. know. I don't know. I, I'm hoping that if there's no scandal that comes from these guys, I don't think there will be because I think they're all above board, right? No, oh, I think so. All right, cool. Well, listen, uh, you know, we're going to talk more about the SBC coming up uh, in future episodes. So, uh, so yeah, stay tuned and let us know if you want us to talk about anything more specific. Uh, man, 
we're, we're not afraid to hit it right now we're just trying to get all the facts together well we'd love to hear your thoughts you can follow us online on instagram and twitter at doc and devo or on facebook slash doctrine and devotion you can head to the website drvotion.com there you can contact us you can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store joefostore.com and grab some gear we got that fresh part every monday and thursday we got blog posts and video content over at the website and we've also got that all access exclusive content you got Banter Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head on over to DoctrineAndDevotion.com slash all access to register today. Later. <laughs>